it was a place where you could take a couple million bucks and actually show on paper where you lost money and you didn't have to pay taxes. Huh. You show money, now you lost money with this uh, million dollar business and you write it off and you don't have to pay taxes on it, see? You can hide money that you made profit and put it into a company and then it'll appear on paper where you lose money. That's what Donald Trump's doing right now. He's been living that way his whole life. So anyway, he's when it comes time to pay your taxes, you escalate the price of everything you own. Okay, all your losses and shit, you escalate that to the max because you don't have to prove it to the tooth and nail. You you don't have to prove it down to the nitty-gritty, you know. You just gotta have it pretty much covered. Uh, you hide shit. Nails, we don't care about the nails when you're building a house. Okay, so that's what I'm getting at. So anyway, they're... Uh, so the mafia, the big guys, they, the, the gangsters that were doing a hundred million dollars worth of shit, you know, they're, uh, they hid shit like that. Hmm. It, through businesses. They would buy a business and if it didn't do so well, it was intentional. So you can make... You just had it flowing along so you could show the stockholders that you had a growing business so they would invest money in it. Oh yeah, we were talking about retail. So there you and go. The stockholders. You go to, okay, well that's that's a game that it yeah. takes a lot of time to understand how that like works. Like the the five and dime Sam Walton dream yeah. originally. I remember when the first Walmart hit our town. I think Sam we only had like fourteen of them. And it, it they, started they out less than twenty, okay, when they were in my hometown. As a wholesome, heartfelt, um, aligned with universal uh, good intentions kind of company, and then all the way up until the point that it became publicly traded as an asset. When you go public, <laughs> you got you got a whole bunch of you get the friendly shit out of it. Yeah. All. It all goes bye-bye. It's like we got to cut costs, and like you were saying, you got to cut the labor. When Facebook went... Payrolls got to go down. When they went on the stock market, Facebook, sure, Zuckerberg made forever. like a hundred... He made That's, like... I never heard he, that sentence. He made eight or ten billion dollars, like automatically. When it went... Yeah, when something goes public, it really changes. You have... Oh, hell yeah. It really changes. You don't have a hundred percent of the say so no more. Yeah. Well, not even that, but the intentions become for the shareholders and not the direct consumer. You have to please the shareholders. Direct to consumer becomes the secondary or tertiary. What you want to do option. in life changes because the shareholders demand profit. Yep. And, and you gotta show percentage of if increase. If you don't every get profit, year. they want the best money, they'll cash out and you'll be you go back to starting over again. When I was at Walmart, our store over there, it did almost 10% increases over three years. And then because of a bad inventory one year, the store manager got let go. <laughs> and they changed him up. They got a new, he was good, the new one was good, but it's fascinating. It had nothing to do with the letting the store manager go. It's just fascinating that they did a remodel. They probably changed the rules, and the, the little 
peaceful ship he had flowing along that was making they a did. lot of profit. They did change. They probably the rules. changed the rules, and all of a sudden time. he didn't have control of this shit anymore. That was exactly somebody what else did. I don't even know this. I'm just telling you what That's I think exactly happened. Exactly what happened. They probably changed a couple of rules and just fucked his whole damn Blow profitability up. of everything in the store, eliminated it. Mm -hmm. You know what the one rule was? And somebody did that on purpose because they wanted his job. Well, maybe. They wanted to fuck him up and then they could take his job. I think what did it, they changed this rule in the way that they raided. There was like this, uh, there was this thing they had, a CFF, clean, fast, and friendly. And it was a metric that the company held across all the stores that was rated. And so the clean and the fast and the friendly was rated on, uh, you know, certain aspects like customer comments and uh, secret shoppers and all these kind of things that judged your stores. And our store was top of that all the time. We literally, because that's what our bonus was based on. So if we got the max CFF, then we got the max bonus. There's something like that. And then one year... You guys year, were getting a bonus and shit. We, we were and getting a like, 500... That made you want to go to work, didn't We were it? getting a $600 bonus for keeping the store clean, fast, that, and That friendly. made you want to go there and make sure that all happened, Exactly. It? And then all of a sudden they changed the metric to where there was one other thing involved. And that might have been customer comments. I, I don't know. I forget what the, the fourth metric was. And once they added that metric, it was technically impossible to max out on the bonus every time based on the new metric. And so I found that our bonuses immediately after they changed that rule, I think it was February of 2020 or 2019, a couple of years ago. And when they changed that rule, all of a sudden our metrics went down. We were under 89%. We weren't 90, 98% anymore. And then all of a sudden, like the store manager was having to send corporate letters about comments that we had no control over that were negative comments. He was like, we don't have any control over this kind of thing going on in the store, but people are leaving, you know. It was this new thing that never had to deal so with before. turnover on... Uh what was their turnover, you think, right after that happened? What was the turnover? See, the weird thing on, is, even before the that, even before that, <coughs> and after that, the turn after that, the turnover was probably greater, but before that, the turnover was above 100%. What do you mean, 100%? They confused me, too. More people... More people quit than, than got hired. hired? Yes. All the time. I didn't, it didn't make sense to me because the people I was working with were the same people that had been there for many years. So I was like, how is this possible? But they had 120% turnover or something. <laughs> sounds like somebody was cooking the books. Yeah, yeah sounds, see, I never thought about that. Somebody was writing shit down that wasn't true on the fucking employment shit. I never thought about that. They were like, yeah, that don't happen. Because I was confused. Those two scenarios don't work. They like, oh, eh. I was like, how do we have yeah, people no. that have been here for 20 years? But there was a lot of new hires. See, maybe this is how it works. You have people that stay there, <clears throat> so they don't count as turnover anymore because it's been years. But all the people that you hire, the new kids or whatever, they all leave as fast as new people get hired. And so it was like the stagnant people. When you're dealing with the, the flip public, overs. when the public is involved, uh, 
when you're servicing the public, yeah, okay, you yeah. better get your fucking knee pads on. We did. <laughs> okay, we that's did. all I gotta say. It's funny because not in the metaphorical sense, but Donald Trump thinks if you're gonna realistically, be we were program, you better get your knee pads on. We were doing the bottom shelves and changing the fixtures and. We did some hard work. It was good. I learned a lot. It's uh, funny, though. I forget where we were even going. But those stories about where Sam Walton started out, and, you know, there's a lot of training about that. I know where Sam Walton started and out. And I kind of... I shot in his store. A five and dime. When he only had... I shot... And it was a big fucking store yeah. out alongside the river. You know, it was... It was out of a part of town that was not real popular for traffic. Okay, they just bought the land for nothing. Mm -hmm. You could park semi trucks in their fucking parking lot. You know, it was, it was on the Massive. side road going out of town. Yep. And uh, uh, back then, Kmart was very dominant. Kmart uh, was the dominant discount store. There was like half a dozen of them in town. Okay. Discount there was only a town of a hundred thousand people, you know, smaller than Longmont, and uh, there were six Kmart's there. Okay, everybody worked at Kmart. The people you run into, yeah, I worked at Kmart. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah, railroad yard and Kmart, uh, Staley's. Uh, there was a lot of work going on manufacturing. But anyway, what I'm getting at is. Walton store, when it came, I said, what's Walmart? Is that like a copy of Kmart, right? Yeah. And we're going, yeah, yeah. And then I went there <laughs> one time, and I went, wow, I this, like their shit here. This is different. I said, this is fucking cool. Kmart never had shit priced right on the shelves. Uh, little things. It was just fucking little things that piss you off when you go to Kmart. Mm -hmm. It was always a, looked like a flea market. Like, you know what I mean? It was never organized. That Kmart. You had to sort through shit to get what you're looking for. And Walmart, everything was sitting here and had little funny guys, yellow smiley faces on sale shit. And uh, you knew what was on sale. They had the little yellow tags on everything. And that was cool. And uh, I, it was a small operation. But, you know, dude, in uh, 10 years from that, they were international. They went out of the United States to fucking China and Europe and Japan and shit. Yep. Cheryl, they became public. <clears throat> Publicly traded international company. He owned that fucking company, dude. It was worth like four or five billion dollars. And back then, in 1970, I'm thinking like 68 maybe, 67, was when they put one in. Maybe earlier than that. 65, four, I always had these kind of thoughts 65. while I was working there and I always wanted to like go in the office with the manager and just be like, hey man, let's like shoot the shit for a while. <laughs> I wanted to like tell him all that stuff I was thinking. Oh, it wouldn't do any good. I got, there's a few times I had like, you're going to do that. Four or five minutes. When you're working for somebody, sometimes you're better off yeah. them not knowing what you do. Or what you think. Mm -hmm. I, I used to want to... There was a few times I had a little... 
Because sometimes people don't think the same shit as you do. Yeah. You gotta open your little security door and let certain people in there where you'll befriend them. Because if you just accept everybody as a friend, you're gonna get fucked over. Anyway, um, <coughs> maybe. <laughs> there's a certain not, way. Not to, everybody in life is friend. You gotta know. Yeah, there's a certain way to navigate that. Yeah. Anyway, I was getting at was uh, with, with the Walton shit. It's all about business. The stock market. Uh, it goes back to Wall Street, dude. Everything with big business. Uh, exactly. When I was telling you about this little chicken idea I had. That would. You wouldn't have to go fucking big time with that. All you'd have to do is open like three or four of them up around the city. You'd have people lined up for blocks getting shit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you could get, you know what I mean? What half the people that go to the Safeway store go over and the first thing you do is go over there and get fried chicken, something out of their deli that they don't have. They're gonna have something on the table when the old man gets home, you know, from work. Or yeah, nowadays and the everybody old, will be happy. So nowadays just, the old woman. You just go over there and buy that shit and uh, get some salad and woman shit. Woman and man. And some fried chicken and barbecue shit and whatever and put that shit on the table, you know what I mean? That, so it makes it easy. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Ain't nothing cheap now. It's all fucking ridiculously high. Uh, See, that's the... That's, People are paying five fucking dollars for a goddamn Big Mac. It's funny that you say that. That's a perspective I've always had about selling my paintings. I remember seeing landscape paintings up at Estes Park in a gift shop or something for $200. They were like 700 But well, yeah, 200 yeah, yeah, eight, you, uh, The painting like kinds. this, 200 bucks. Yep. Would be a good, you know, people would pay that. And so when I'm out of state, they want to take a little piece of Colorado home with them. Yeah, exactly. So there you go, two hundred bucks. This looks real. Yep. And I first started trying to sell mine at like sixty bucks for the sixteen <clears throat> by twenties, thinking that, you know, that it would move quickly because that's a great price for the product. And and I was. I'm still working on a philosophy to discover about that. But you know what happened with that? I think part. art is so unique that you have to have it in the right position at the right time, regardless of the price. And, and what happened to Estes Park? Estes Park used to be a small building. Yeah. Mom and Dad lived there 120 years. You know, like fucking two generations of people lived in those homes. And the whole concept of what you're talking about got so popular that the real estate yeah. of what that little wooden house, it was a fire hazard to start with. Town. Okay. Uh, in those days, they built porcelain knobs, they would screw them into the wood, and they'd run bare wires <laughs> alongside of each other and twist wires around them to keep the wires away from the wood in the walls, okay, and in the attic. It's like a uh, fire hazard. Jesus Christ, are you serious? Anyway, he is serious. <laughs> uh, it's amazing most of them towns didn't burn to the fucking ground. But anyway, uh, that the value of that little space, wherever that little house is, yeah. became astronomical. Because of the tourism? So they rented it. How did they start the tourism? Somebody must have came up with a brilliant People, campaign. Hey, when you, 
Excuse me, when I first came to Colorado and I went to Estes Park, walked down the main street there and looking. See, why did you? When go? I looked down that street and seen those fucking mountains, I went, I'm fucking never leaving here. Why do you think you went there? How did you hear about it? It's magnetism. Somebody said go to Estes Park? Gary. Gary. Well, I was already interested in the mountains anyway, yeah. but I never seen one. Yep. Came so from it was kind of like, I've never seen a fucking mountain. I mean, I was down in Tennessee a little bit, in Kentucky, but them ain't mountains. Yeah. When you get out here, these are fucking mountains. Especially the down Rocky around, mountains. Especially down around uh, Buena Vista and Telluride down there where the Swiss Alps are, you know. Yeah. There's 10 14ers down there in a row. And we were there with Lance. So anyway, uh, when you're from Illinois and you never left there in your whole life, you're 30 years old, and you grew up in Illinois, the only thing you ever seen was cornfields. The big thing that's to view was Chicago. When we went up on the, the river Lake. up by Chicago. Yep. They had some bluffs, they called them, where there were stone, a lot of rocks, formations, because that was all carved by glaciers, that shit up there. Mm -hmm. Okay, the, the glaciers carved all that shit, and uh, the rivers were running through there, and you could get up 100 feet up in the air and look down and see the water. That was cool. Uh, you know, where I come from, uh, you stood about the same level with the water. If you went near the river and you kicked a little dirt like that, the water would start running here. <laughs> you could choose the way the fuck water. Yeah, I mean, you go, ah, oh, fuck. And see, that's where, that's an inland point that's at sea level almost, right? Mm hmm? Being so near to the Mississippi. The elevation of downtown Decatur was 500 feet. Off of sea level? Above sea level. Wow. And you're a thousand miles inland, in the middle oh, of the country. Down. Two thousand, two and a half yeah. thousand miles in the middle of the country and you're almost at sea level. You're at sea level. That's confusing. It's well, the Midwest is like the Mississippi is the Mid-American branch. If you branch, ever had a great flood, that pretty came much, in and the water level changed, like it would be the whole Mississippi a flood area. Two feet, there wouldn't be no United States. It would be, be cut in half. There would be little islands. There would be the east side and the west. There would be islands. Continent. Islands, yeah. There would be islands the size of states. It'd be incredible. We might get there. Waterworld's a few thousand years old. <laughs> Islands the size of states. Who, uh, who, it wasn't you know, Kurt Russell, uh, Kevin Costner. Waterworld's a few years old. You know what will happen then? Each <laughs> island will end up with its own style of government. Exactly, yeah, its own colony. Mind but the about. hope is by then we're like we used to be in Atlantis, where everybody's mm -hmm. like super conscious and evolved mentally to where we've reached higher levels of thought. <laughs> well, we used to sit around and get high in the back room and, uh, when I worked in that uh, playback stereo. It was a nice name. It was called Playback. Well, it was a good idea. Yeah. In fact, kind of like Playback Sports. Everybody in the recording studios, the old recording studios, they all had uh, big 10, 12-inch reels of tape. You had to play it back. When they started the TV show, they turned the tape on and recorded everything in case something shitty happened. It'd be on the recording. <clears throat> what do you mean, something shitty? Whatever. Like big time news? Like they would record programs, uh, you know, and then play them at certain times during the day. So they could edit, watch the program. If anything weird going on, somebody said something weird, you could cut it out, splice the tape back together, and then you go. Oh, 
So you're talking about editing out. <clears throat> what were they recording? You literally could go. Those machines had numbers on them, the feet of the tape. Yeah. Like, uh, yep. and you go, okay. You, you hand I've crank, done that. You hand crank the tape back. And my own digital the feet, videos. And you didn't like this segment between this point and that point. Yeah, 19 minutes, what 32 you seconds. Is you go back and you cut this shit. You take the tape out, put it on a little thing on a table. Wow, you'd have to physically do it? Take the tape out. <laughs> okay. The tape out of the machine like this. 30 of that amazing. And then you lay it on the table in a cutter, and you cut that motherfucker right here with the razor blade. And you stitch them back And you together. pull this shit up, and it's the right point, you cut that. And yeah. you take those two pieces, and you got a little piece of tape you strip off, and you lay it down like that, and go like this, and it splices the tape together. Yep. Then you stick it back in the machine, and you got the right program. What kind of programs was it for? TV. Just any, yeah. Recording studios. Uh, Television. Music. Whatever uh, that was using music. Yeah. So what you end up with is, okay, I got this tape. This was the original, mm -hmm. and nobody likes certain parts of it, so you edit that and make notes. And then when they get all done, you say, okay, I'll go back and reprocess this. And you, you cut the splice tape, physical tape. Yeah. Okay. See, I've done it digitally. You pull that shit I've out taken and my you own cut videos it and edit it. Off my painting channel and my hmm. okay. talking channel. Chase so Horton. that's how they do it. That's what they used to do in the old days. And I've had to go. There's different platforms you can use. One of the best ever. I want to show you, actually. But you take your video. And well, no, no, I know, you do it all digitally. And you upload it, and you do that snipping process. Yeah, you do that all with just minutes seconds. And then you can overlay text and music. I know where all that is gone, and I probably don't need to know that. But yeah. What I'm saying is when you was recording music, that's what you were doing. And, uh... We're just chatting. We're just chatting. Having a good time. Uh, it's a great thing about it. I want to show you this old video. It was fun running a business. You know, it just I did some weird shit when I was your age. I fucking I went out. I quit the fucking. I just told my dad. I said, Dad, man, I didn't really even tell my dad. Actually, I just kind of went out on my own, and Dad was wondering what the fuck I was doing. This is my pipe, right? Yep. I, I was Maybe. shitty to my dad a few times there. He should have been pissed at me. Yeah. But he was patient. Dad always had so much shit going on. He could afford to be patient. Uh, he left really taking care of the kids up to mom. Mom kicked our ass. <laughs> Mom, she'd be the best mom off. You didn't want to do that. Mom, she'd swing at you with a fucking... <laughs> mom would just reach down and grab something and hit you with it. Like a fucking belt or something. She'd see a belt. Everybody had belts back then. Belts were all over the fucking house. It was an easy thing to abuse your children with. <laughs>
up, I lived in Thornton. This garage was spotless. Had a fucking painted floor. <laughs> oh no, I, had, I remember well. I had cabinets I built myself. I Each, remember every well. Every fucking inch of them, I built them myself. And <laughs> I could sit out there on a little stool and fucking sit there and play my music on the stereo. And you kids were out playing in the backyard, and I could sit here and sit here and do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you kids were out playing in the backyard. And now me and you are sitting here doing this. Well, the kids are in their rooms playing virtual reality, which is very confusing to me. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can see how it'd be fun, but... I got a problem with kids being smarter about what they're doing than I am. Okay, that bothers me. Confusing. <laughs> Facebook recently changed their name to Meta. Who? Meta. What? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, the owner of the company that owns they like... They just changed their name? Yeah, they changed their name. They own like Instagram and all these other companies. And they changed their name to Meta. And it has to do with the Metaverse. They bought out their competition is what you're saying. No, no, no. They just did it personally. Zucks, Mark Zuckerberg did it himself. Yeah. Or at least the company board. So he's selling Facebook? No, no, no. They just changed their name because they're going towards... Yeah, there. They're going towards the virtual future, which is what's called the metaverse. The metaverse. <laughs> that sounds like a smart idea. And they're going to the metaverse. And it's going to be a virtual world where we can own things and do things and be people in a virtual world. <laughs> with our life or just virtual? We can do it with uh, our... What the fuck is that? I'm telling you, we're on the verge of a crazy world. Beautiful times. No. It's confusing. I think I think a lot of people are going to be very excited. Remember about that movie Blade Runner? <laughs> okay, well that's what you're talking about. Exactly. I think. It's just like fucking Blade Runner. I'm telling you. So now look, I'll show you. Look, I when I open up Instagram, I don't live that watch time. what happens. It says Meta down there. Why? Watch, it says from Meta down at the very bottom. Why? Because that's the name of the company now. You told me you didn't have Facebook. No, I got, I got them all. Well, I got Facebook, Instagram. Hmm. for sharing the content that I create which is a beautiful opportunity and trap at the same time but see the key thing is to be in the real world with the mind some people get trapped into social media oh yeah I fucking no way I'm ever and then there's those of us that use it for our our real world mind. Other people are in there. They're like, yeah, this is what we like. Other, it's an avenue for crime. Some people like oh, us. An avenue for crime. Some people are like us are in there to extrapolate it to our own meaning in our life and go forward with new information in the world, in the real world. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> if somebody created 
a generator, okay? Yeah. That you could turn it on with 120 volts and use about 10 cents worth of energy to turn that generator. And then after that generator starts spinning, this device over here keeps it going and you turn off the power. And it keeps going. Putting power back into the generator keeps the generator running and it creates more power over here. Now, if you had that shit going on, there would be no more electrical company. People could put one of them in their house and you would never need power from the power company. That's brilliant. <coughs> we may be right on the verge of that. That's a brilliant, because you know, like what we started with, the stockholders and shit like yeah. that. You know that that kind of thing is, that patent is bought up quickly and hidden under the books by the big guys. <laughs> so it doesn't come out. That's and why we ain't got it now. Exactly. But it's I, already been invented. But so the key thing. They just bought the shit and put it away. The key thing to know and understand is that we do have it now. It's just not sold publicly. So it's up to us individuals to really get or into this kind of stuff and figure it out. Wherever the plan is, share it you need others. to steal that fucking plan <laughs> and put it on the fucking internet. Not illegally. And then though. everybody will know how to build their own in their own house. Yeah. Not not illegally they though. Be able to do nothing about it. You have to come up with it totally legally in your own mind using the knowledge that there is. It's the same thing as gears with electricity. Yeah, you, turn yeah. them, you turn the motor and on the other side of this thing spinning. I guarantee you there's 50 There's another generator here with coils of copper wire and shit and the more coils the more power you're going to put out. So if this thing is spinning, this magnet, it's going into these wires and it creates more power out this way, right, than it takes to run. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so, uh, what you do is you flip off the switch. You create a range of power. You create enough power back here on the other side of the power source to go back and feed the motor. That's where you could use use it as a yeah an energy source. Yeah, I can give you a hundred well, signs. All those signs, the neon signs. Wow, it's staying light, ain't it? Yep. The neon signs, they run off transformers. And the transformer, you would hook 120 volts up on a transformer, okay? And it can put out like uh, 24,000 volts on the other side. So all you need is a converter to take 24,000 volts, use a, uh, another transformer to drop it back down, to yeah. a, a livable level that you can feed this end of it and run the motor. Everything, electricity becomes free after that. And the point is, and that's the secret, electricity becomes free. Well, what happened was somebody invented that a long time ago, and I think it was Tesla. Yes. And they killed him. Yes. And they stole his fucking they plan. They didn't quite kill him, but they did that metaphorically. They stole his fucking idea and put it away in a really safe vault. What they must remember the, uh, you know, all the Egyptian artifacts are at. Yep. And covered it up in a wooden box. There's a place here in Colorado where uh. we have a lot of experiments. 
Yeah, you know, somewhere in the mountains. Like, I don't know that much about it, but now they got these converters. Look, my brother Dave, he bought this fucking Honda truck. <coughs> you know, a couple of years ago when he moved back to Illinois. Yep. Or, I mean, when, when he went back. He was out here for a long time. <coughs> but in this... <coughs> back in this Honda truck, right, he had a cooler built into the bed. He dropped that, dropped the, dropped this thing down. They got steps on them now where you step up. Little little lights in the side, so when it's dark, you can see where you're stepping at. Yep. And you, you get. I looked at this. Dave pulled this handle like this, and it was like a weather tech fucking liner inside there. And you turn the little handle and pull the lid up like that. It was a cooler twice the size of the ones we got, maybe three times that. Yeah. You got, I, you can put a shitload of stuff in there, suitcases, you know, I thought, you know, what the hell, and uh, open that up, you can put suitcases in there if you're traveling, you know, anyway, there was a room in there, you put ice chest in there, but he said the whole thing was, you could just fill the whole thing up with ice, and, you know, put whatever in there, keep shit cold when you're camping, yeah. I thought, wow, that's fucking cool as hell, and you know what, then on the side up here, Chase, they had a, you open this little door up and here's a, a receptacle, like right there. Hmm. Like the receptacle we got in the house. Ah. You put a drop cord in there. Yeah. And you got Plug a 10 volt power to run a generator over here. Out of your truck, 12 volt battery. Mm-hmm. You could run a heater like this off of a fucking 12 volt battery in your fucking car. They got converters now. Okay, well that was two years ago. I don't know what the fuck you got now. Yep. <clears throat> Why don't they have this free electricity? Because the middleman would be eliminated. It comes down to me that the stockholders and the middleman in uh, United Power and all these power companies around the world, they've been fucking pulling money out of there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is confusing. And you go into a business building these converters. It be yeah, it becomes confusing for the economy. Pretty soon. It's like what do we do then? If electricity didn't cost anything, can you imagine? And if we had food replicators in our homes to where we didn't have to go purchase food. I honestly can't imagine life without electricity. Uh, life without having all electricity would be free. And yeah <clears throat> that's that's like that goes into the Star Trek philosophy. Put your money in something else, people. Okay? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Incredible. It's incredible. It's a mind-blowing, revolutionary philosophy that would have to go away from money. Money somehow would have to become... And it takes me to Star Trek, where they have the Can you imagine replicators. Las Vegas without a power bill? <laughs> huh? That's an incredible statement. Imagine Las Vegas without a power bill. They would have fucking neon lights 600 feet up in the air. Yeah, they would do too much, see? So maybe it's a good thing. We might do, I don't know, but then there's the total positive opposite that there would if be so much. If you had unlimited power, you wouldn't need like me anymore. Okay? We wouldn't have to build the. You wouldn't need these big fucking dams. Holy crap. You wouldn't need none of that shit. 
Holy crap. <clears throat> I've never thought about that aspect of it. And save trillions of dollars. See, that's why Tesla got stopped, probably. And that's one of the things... I've seen some Tesla documentaries. They killed him. The government killed him. I don't know about the whole story of that. I've yet to get the whole research. Every one of his homes and shit, they went in there and took everything out with the first Because he did live quite some time. Yeah, he had something going that... And did books and things. They didn't want his getting out. Kept researching. Wall Street would have collapsed. But, uh, yeah, I never thought about the fact of the, the dams... Wall Street the power generating the um, what's it called power plants that generate electricity it's like there's so many aspects that's amazing I never even thought about that dams and power plants and <laughs> go back to my fried chicken dude. holy cow you go back to the fried chicken back to uh -oh. fried chicken that's a simple little fucking idea would make you a shitload of money. <coughs> That's crazy. Because, you know what? I don't give a shit what you do. Yeah, you stop anybody in the United States of America and tell them what's their three favorite foods. <laughs> fried chicken well, might be up there. Barbecued chicken wings. Yep. Or chicken, fried, yep. chicken, whatever. There would be chicken in there. Mm. First thing I would think right now, if I had to live the rest of my life, I think would be chicken meat. <clears throat> That's amazing. That I see. I've never thought about free power in that perspective. Free electricity. It would go so far because I've always thought about it simple, simply. They like, got it. Somebody just. When they went to go public, like you'd be able to power your home, you'd be able to power the lights in the street and stuff like that, you know, the city. Well, you'd have the little thing about size of that cabinet right there running outside your house. But then you don't think about the infrastructure, like power plants and dams and all the mm -hmm. things that are created on massive scales to generate electricity. A dam? Think about this, Kyron. That's like, what is that? Kool-Aid or something? It's like yogurt. Oh, yogurt. You squeeze it? No, it's just a drink. Oh, it's a drink. Yep, yeah, a little bit. You drinking drink. yogurt now? When I was a kid, if you said it's yogurt, good. you would be banned from the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Yogurt's good. It's got GCMAF in it, which is... They go, screw that. If you don't have whole glycogen, milk, we're not buying macrophage stuff. activating factor. There wasn't no 2% milk. Yep. Uh, there wasn't any of that. It was just milk. <clears throat> Uh, bacon. Everybody ate bacon. But what we were just saying was, imagine Las Vegas without a power bill. You don't know what we're talking about, though. So, like, all the electricity... Would be free. Like, for the house right here, we pay a power bill every month. Everyone yeah. would be rich. 180, 180 bucks a month is what I pay to be able to turn switches on. All the, all the electricity, this thing, and the lights. Peter, the furnace... Everything electrical. And what happens if you get in late? So the, turn your power off. the thought we were getting at was not that they don't have a power bill, but they that... They turn your power off. You what, if, pay the bill. what if electricity were free automatically because of a process that creates free electricity? <clears throat> so then... All I don't the, understand how a 12-volt battery in a fucking pickup truck can 
go back and produce 120 volts out of an outlet where you can turn mm -hmm. on your radio or something 100 feet away. But you do know why. Not a drop cord. It's because of the... Well, there's converters. Exactly. I don't know how the converters are... I don't know how they're made. You know, it's a... It's an amazing generator-type atmosphere. But now they got electronics. But so there's a guy in, back in history, Karen, Nikola yeah. Tesla, mm -hmm. who created this idea. He created these towers where it would send out this electrical frequency yeah. and create free energy and free power. And so I've, what we were getting to is I've never thought about what that would do to the massive infrastructures that we've built, like dams, like the Hoover Dam at the Grand Canyon. And, you know, even in China, they've got one of the biggest dams in the world. That's, China would come and kill that's you. Under, right? no, they would the dam, China it's under trouble. <laughs> it would kidnap you and take you and to so, China and make And then you. power plants, coal, elect, nuclear. <clears throat> We've created all these power plants to power our cities to keep the electricity going. That then people pay the power companies for that, you know. And so it's like, I never considered how all of that would be affected by free free electricity. Don't worry, don't give it too much thought. It's amazing. That's amazing. Because <clears throat> dams are incredible. We've used them for centuries to generate power. You could get a whole half of a fried chicken in a paper sack. Uh, like a leg, a thigh, and a breast, breast, and a wing. Mm. You cut the chicken long ways, right? So both sides, you know what I mean? You get yeah, parallel so line, right? So mm -hmm. if you could buy a half a chicken for five bucks, don't you think that would be a good deal? Just go up and drive up window. Right after it was dipped in paper flour, paper. batter, egg, egg, you know, like my fried chicken here in the kitchen, right? Well, I do. It's just I'm, I get tired. Of what? That's fine. I get tired of eating it. You wouldn't have to eat it every day. Totally. It would be a once or so. Fried chicken? Every day, yeah. But what about That's once okay. or so a week? With a side of fries and a drink? Mm. Um, for five bucks. Dependably. You know what you pay five bucks for a Big Mac at McDonald's? Okay? Did you know there's probably like over a thousand cows in one cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah. In one what? Cheeseburger. There's a lot. Yeah, in a Big Mac, there's uh, almost 2,000 cows. Cows. Cows? Yeah, cows. Single cow. Oh. No. Like, a, there's a, yeah, and like chickens and stuff, there's the like a blended. bunch of different meats from different cows. See, that's why we're saying if you did half. it up in if, a machine. If you so did half good. chickens. They would be one half chicken in each meal. Not even a whole one. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. like when you grind up the meat, it's like yeah. when they grind up the like meat, it's not like they organize it all individually again. To the chicken it's all it just was. a different it's all just a different cow in but you're one grinding in a, Yeah, if you're grinding yeah. up different white meat and dark meat together, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be actually that would taste better. White meat and dark meat both. How about I do it? together would taste a lot better but it's an interesting idea very interesting when you grind up beef though 
and take a big chunk of meat from a cow mm -hmm. and you grind it all up and uh, you got a hamburger. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but like when they grind it up into the little itty bitty hamburger type ball chunks. Yeah. Like when they grind all that stuff up and then put it in the packaging, it's all it's not like they organized it back again. They just mixed it all up and grinded it and stuff. And so it's a different cow in one pack. A different cow? Sometimes, depending on the process, it, yeah. depending on the company, yeah, like, depending well, on the that's butcher. That's a good point. Yeah, I can see where, but you know. I know exactly what you mean. I, I agree with Places you. that, like Tyson, that take mm -hmm. a thousand chickens, and make a That's lot of you have to feed them all the chicken nuggets. Food. You're very right. And then there's other places like we're talking about that take one half chicken and do it half at a time. Nice we didn't kill all the animals so we could eat meat. And the amazing thing about nature, and it's the same thing for animals and plants, is that in every seed there's a thousand fruits. And in every egg, there's the opportunity, there's a thousand chickens. And so for some reason, it's been come to this point to where we don't have the abundance side of nature, to where it's the middleman, back to the middleman, who gets to make the I think nature is being dollar. taken over by holograms. Scientists are trying to bring but back the, their woolly mammoth and the saber. Kyrie, what's your game you're doing? It's almost like a hologram, isn't it? Virtual <laughs> reality. I know. Like... When I was young, virtual reality was a... Put that fucking helmet on. You'll it was see. like flying cars. We were like, yeah, virtual reality and flying hey, cars. It's like it's like 4K, man. Really? Yeah, you put that little dude on, it's like 4K. And when you turn your head, it's like we're sitting there looking out of our eyes. I'm afraid. So the question is... 60 degrees, you look up, you see up. You know, it's all, it's like, what the fuck? The question is, have you seen The Matrix? The movie? So the that would be it, like on steroids. The idea is that eventually humanity gets to a level to where we live in these pods that generate the electricity to run everything. That's which, terrible. And we're in is, virtual worlds, virtual those, real life. If any one of those virtual and we feel it and we're here and we're in the pods. But, but where is the origin? Pod people. Where's the origin at? Is the origin dies, all this other electronic yeah. shit dies. Yep. So that's, you should watch The Matrix. And it's all about that. And what you also have to realize is that in order for us to be in a virtual world... To choose to be the pod people. But you also have to have somebody behind the virtual world. Exactly. And that's the AI yeah, technology. The AI that's technology the is running out. The movie, The Matrix, there's like yeah. three of them. It's so good. And they're what really happens... They're hard on your brain when you're sitting there watching it. Some of it's what happens is I'm just like a gorilla and I move around and stuff. Yeah, like, it's oh, very I'm simple. Imagine if it was yeah. real life. If oh, you went in there and you're in New York City, you like roll down to the river and put a little worm on the hook, throw it out there in the I water, love that. And start doing this shit. I love fishing. Like, games. Is there anything better than that? I don't think so. But so the idea of the movie is in the very beginning of the first one, he has this choice he's in real life what he thinks is like we are right now and he has this choice to take the blue pill or the red pill i forget what happens but he's like all right and he takes 
one of them. I forget which I'll one. I'll take both of them. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But, it, so he does one, and then he, like, wakes up, and he realizes that he's in a simulation, <clears throat> a computer simulation, and that everybody else is, but that we're all plugged into it. And there's a group of people around him that are like, hey, dude, this is what's going on. They were plugged into your thing. Well, no, they were part of it, too. They were plugged in, but they got out. No, you don't want to do that. It's all make-believe. They got out, and they're like, hey, dude, everybody's in a simulation, (laughs) and we're in these chairs. Well, by that time, that happens. And so so they go back in to the simulation to try to stop, like, try to help people get out of the simulation. Because nobody knows. They're like, they've been in it so long, they're just there. <laughs> so they go in and there's all this kung fu, they're fighting like the computer AI that's trying they're to beat them. The so air. you only, in your life, if you live up to 100 and die at like your birthday. At your at, birthday. Well, no, at yeah. your birthday, at exactly the same time you're born, at 100 years old. We could do it. You live 165,000 days. Nice. Nice. And I know it doesn't sound like a lot because I feel like I No, it does. I know how many of them you waste and don't do nothing. I know. You already feel like you've done 165,000? Well, I feel like I've already done a lot of days. Yeah. I feel like. Imagine me, I'm. (laughs) Well, when I was your age, I never seen a mountain in my whole life. Really? Why? In Illinois. Have you been there? And the biggest river I ever seen was like football field across. Like is length of a football field going down or like long ways. The width of it. That's a huge river. You ever seen you seen the Missouri River, didn't you? When you were no. I don't think he's gone east yet. I've been out of out of I've been out of NFL games, so I know. Have you been out of Colorado? I've been out of United States. Where out of Mexico. Where have you gone out of Colorado in the United States? Uh, California. Nice. Yeah, he went there with George nice. and Karen, and they went on a cruise. Yeah, I went They took them on a hell of a trip. I so you've it. gone west? Like Catalina Island. That was wow. fucking amazing. See, those are experienced later in life. You'll look on at those places ship, on the map. And then they went down right. into Mexico to Santa Cruz. My the, favorite life experience was probably Lance's wedding up in that's one of the best too. We were all there. Yeah. You ever tell him that? That was a great beautiful. That was no. a great beautiful. Well, next time you see him, you tell him that. Taylor got sick. Buena Vista. You tell him that, okay? Mm-hmm. What do you mean she got sick? Well, was it Buena Vista or was it Crested Butte? Crested Butte. Crested Butte. We went through Actually, Buena Vista to get to I remember Crested Butte because I, I, I made fun of that mountain was. It was a ski area, yeah. I remember it was like Crested Butte or something like Crested that. Because, Butt. Yeah, Crested Butte. <laughs> well, Crested that was Butt. a big stone high mountain there, right? And we were on like the, the side of the mountain. Of town. And then but we, were, like, we went west like 20 like fucking miles. And that resort town, it was right... 30 miles west of there. It was right west and north of the college town there. That was like one of the times we north? all like... Been there. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the first times we were all like as family. That was actually like, a vacation. I'll tell you that book I got. The photographer gave me that took all that, the pictures. The, the photographer was in the NFL in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
He played on the Super Bowl team. Well, I got Peyton Manning. I got the whole book What's of all name? the pictures he took. Are you listening? I got all the pictures he took of you and you, you and Callie did there a lot. He was a wide receiver. I forget his yeah, name. Yeah, he turned the ball all the way down the field. Um, Wait, Norman. He did Chris the, Norman or something. Oh, that's close. Uh, Jordan? Jordan Norwell? Nor, Norwood. Jordan Norwood. That might be it. Wasn't Norwood? Something yeah, close. Me a video. He yeah, return the kick return. Return the kick return. Here we got Jordan. That might be right. <laughs> Anyways. Well, anyway, I got the whole book of all of his pictures they took. Just that. Of Lance's wedding and all the pretty the leaves. Remember how them the yellow leaves were after the aspen leaves? trees, like when they're on top oh, of the ground, man. and it was just covered. It was in raining, trees. yellow, yeah. raining yellow. Yellow and red. Yeah, that's a very. Uh, you heard you it. Better, I'm glad you recognized that moment as something to be enjoyed. Brought it back. Yeah, we that hiked that great. damn mountain. That was great. We hiked that. It mountain. felt so long ago. That's what reminded me. Jake and my mom left. It felt so easy going down it. I can't see do if that you again. think if you think There's back no to way that. I can do that again. I die. You'd be like, I wish, nah, maybe. Yeah, you <laughs> but if you bring a GoPro, be like, man. Just fly my drone. It would have been there. so bad. Yeah, so great to have those videos. I remember when we got up there in that big cliff, looked down on the whole valley. That was cool. And especially the house we were standing in, we were all like in the hot. Holy cow! There. Yeah. B and B. That was a bread, bed and breakfast up in that. See what somebody does is they you buy did, the property. I washed dishes a lot there when I was there. You guys were in the hot tub. I was washing dishes all <laughs> the time. But that kitchen I go was in that incredible. Kitchen, it was always a mess, so I started cleaning the shit up, washing pans, and honestly, that was probably like one of the funnest things I've ever done. <laughs> like because there's not really else. Like a trampoline park's fun, but like walking up a mountain like that. Yeah. With everybody's. So for your life, and I did you have to bookmark you. that you kind of thing. You and your grandpa did it, right? Yeah. Bookmark it in your head. Because that place is there, and it's still ready it's to go. It's still there. does the same shit. Mm -hmm. If we went there again, it would be the same thing. Like if we were there right now, we'd be like, damn, we're here again. <laughs> we had to drive down go some roads, though, to get to that That hiking. was a fairly uh, aggressive climb, actually. And the roads we had to get down to get that to that hike. Aggressive spot. hike. You know, you kids was wore out when you. I was when driving. You got down with that. I bet you kids was like, well, "Damn, I want to go to sleep." Mm -hmm. I didn't even walk it. all the way to the top either. Yeah, you did. Not to the top, top. There was still like. Yeah, the path kept going. Stopped. It kept going yeah. all the way up the mountain. That's one of those. Oh, well, that that's was... one of those hiking trails that just keeps going and going. That's, that's going. one of them you go up when you want. You could to do get a five-day adventure. Yeah. There's snow up there all year round, even in summer. Like so, you know, that's eh, you can see enough where they went. That was like two. What was that? That was like two miles. Yeah, hour up, hour back down. Maybe longer. More than an hour. Yeah. Maybe longer. It was an hour and a half. And we were up there for a few days. Up there. It, it was just like a week. Well, uh, no, that was three days at the bed and breakfast. But the the hiking trail was just that afternoon. Well, well, yeah, but it felt like we were in that. I felt like I was in that house for so long. Like we, I showed up. I was like all car sick. Oh yeah. That's because we did a lot it of stuff. It was a couple days. We did a lot of stuff in there. 
were there. You know, when you went down the kitchen, there was always food there. Huh? Yeah. That's how it is. We ate like that weird spaghetti, the gluten-free Mmm, that's good. I made spaghetti, it's in the fridge. It's really good. Yeah, I got With them noodles like this, those noodles that go, mm -hmm. they're cut like that. The Yeah, the round pinye, ones about pinye this long. Pinye noodles. And they're like slanted. Yeah. Yep. And I, got, I got some of that at I home got too. I got carrots and celery That'll probably be and stuff so I can make vegetable soup. You guys want some of that or not? Oh yeah. yeah. Vegetable soup's the best. I'm going to make a pan of vegetable soup with carrots, celery, and a little hamburger mixed in, and maybe rice. Throw a little rice in there too. I was going to make some of that, but you guys are getting weird. Your habits of eating have changed. Well, you know what? I got ham and lunch meat in there I never put in the refrigerator. I got some Perfect. chicken breast, that real thin sliced yeah. chicken breast, which 